So my grandmother was, so my mom's mom, she was a very, very devout woman and has always been an inspiration and example for me uh, in, in my spiritual journey. She had many, many devotions, and um, as a good member of the Dominican laity, she prayed rosary every day and more. Uh, she, and also, she was very much into studying about our faith, reading about spirituality and um, lives of the saints, um, also very much so the Bible. Uh, that was a big part of um, her spiritual life. And she would uh, read up on different commentaries and different um, script scriptural scholars writing about the, the, the Bible. And I remember one time my mom visited her and my mom uh, was also very, very nice. She made a tab in, within her Bible, my, my grandmother's Bible, a tab, a little tab for each book of the Bible and put on a new cover that just made my grandmother stay. So why am I mentioning this? It's because this Sunday, the third Sunday of ordinary time, is the Sunday of the Word of God. It was instituted by Pope Francis in 2019, 2019. Uh, in his words, it's an opportunity to be devoted to the celebration, study, and dissemination of the Word of God. And I think if we consider the readings from the Sunday's Mass, it's actually an excellent time, excellent opportunity to ponder on the Word of God and its importance in our lives. Because during the Christmas season, as you, if, as you remember, we celebrated how God revealed himself in the birth of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Son of God. And it happened to a handful of people, Mary and Joseph, the shepherds, the Magi. On the feast of the baptism of the Lord, which we celebrated a few weeks ago, the divinity of Jesus and the mystery of Trinity was revealed to John the Baptist. And then last Sunday, we saw how, remember how Jesus revealed himself to a somewhat bigger crowd at the wedding of Cana. But still, it was a private setting. Only those people who were invited to the wedding and also people who were serving at the wedding uh, were, uh, was, were able to see the miracle that Jesus performed. But today, uh, we see how Jesus revealed himself publicly. And his address in the synagogue of Nazareth can be considered a manifesto of his identity and his mission. However, if we don't know the word of God well, we don't even know what he's talking about when he said, today this scripture has been fulfilled in your, in your sight or in your hearing. You wouldn't even understand that. Rather, we will find Jesus' words strange, enigmatic, cryptic, or even worse, unintelligible. So today, let me break open the word of God for you, like how Ezra opened up the uh, scroll of the law, uh, which is from the, the Old Testament to the people, and show you how really um, being familiar with the word of God can really help us to get to know Jesus and, and his love for us. So first of all, uh, the passage that Jesus quoted in the synagogue of Nazareth 
was taken from Isaiah chapter 61, which is a part of the messianic prophecies from the Old Testament, which is to foretell um, the, the, the prophecies about the restoration that God was going to, to, to do through Jesus Christ, of course. So when Jesus says, the spirit of the Lord is upon me because he has anointed me, what does he mean? Well, we recall when we celebrated the baptism of the Lord, we read in the chapter th uh, third chapter of Luke that Jesus, uh, when he was baptized in the river Jordan, heaven opened and the Holy Spirit descended upon him in the bodily form like a dove. And the voice came from heaven, you are my beloved son, with you I am well pleased. And afterwards we read how Jesus filled with the Holy Spirit. He returned to the Jordan and led by the Spirit to the desert for 40 days to be tempted by the devil. And now we are today again led by the Holy Spirit, filled with the Holy Spirit. He came back to Galilee where he grew up. Now, to bring glad tidings to the poor. See, this also shows us Jesus' mission. In the famous eight Beatitudes, the first one is, blessed are you who are poor, for the kingdom of God is yours. It is also this, a main theme, especially in the Gospel of Luke. Um, if we look uh, into the Gospel of Luke, there are so many parables about um, Jesus caring for the poor. Uh, and there's a famous parable about uh, the rich man and Lazarus, the, the beggar. It's also found in the Gospel of Luke. And throughout his ministry, Jesus went around and proclaimed to the poor people that they were not cursed or forgotten by God. Rather, God loves them and really cares for them. And Jesus identifies himself with all the poor. Then, to proclaim liberty to captives. This actually refers more to the forgiveness of sins because our sins are ultimately the bondages of our souls, which bind us to bad habits or even evilness. In other words, when we sin, we become slaves to sin. We lose our freedom when we sin. And so when Jesus cured the paralytic man in the Gospel of Luke, chapter 5, he first said to the man, your sins are forgiven. It's only later that Jesus say, get up and walk. But first, your sins are forgiven. And also when the sinful woman anointed the feet of Jesus, he also said to her, your sins are forgiven. Then, recovery of the sight of the blind. This is also a major theme among the four Gospels. If you count in the four Gospels, there are actually six separate instances that Jesus uh, healed the blind, and also likewise to let oppressed go free. Um, in the Gospels, there are actually three instances where Jesus healed the people who were paralyzed or who were lame. There are physical conditions, the blindness, the, the, the lameness, or the, the, the um, paralysis. You can see that as a reflection in the state of their soul or the manifestation of their soul. Um, so when Jesus healed them, uh, healed their ail physical ailments, it's also a sign of the restoration of their spiritual sight 
and their spiritual freedom to move. And finally, to proclaim a year acceptable to the Lord. What is this year? This year acceptable to the Lord is also called the year of favor or the Jubilee year. And this is actually taken from the book of Leviticus, chapter 25. It's a sacred year of, quote, liberty in the land of all its inhabitants. It is very much, therefore, along the same line as the liberty for captives and freedom for the oppressed. So we can see, uh, if we look at these passages, these phrases in, or, or verses in the passage, we can see that Jesus' mission was all about bringing the good news to the poor, to the oppressed, to tell them about God's love, God's freedom that he wants to bestow on them, and the healing, restoration, and, and the cure for all their ailments. And so, as you can see, brothers and sisters, when we open the Word of God, we truly begin to see, in a very profound way, God's love for us. And Pope Francis actually commented on today's Gospel in the apostolic letter, Aperuit Illis, or Open to Them, that uh, inaugurated the Sunday of the Word of God back in 2019, saying that when the scripture, sacred scripture is read in the sight of the same spirit by whom it was written, it remains ever new. The Old Testament is never old once it became a part of the new. And since all has been transformed thanks to the one spirit who inspired it, the sacred text as a whole serves a prophetic function regarding not the future, but the present of whoever is nourished by this word. So every one of us sitting here, basically. And he goes on to say, Jesus himself clearly stated that this at, at the beginning of his ministry, today the scripture has been fulfilled in your hearing. And therefore the sacred scripture accomplishes its prophetic work above all in those who listen to it, that is in you and in me. And more importantly, Pope Francis continues, God's word constantly reminds us of the merciful love of the father who calls his children to live in love. The life of Jesus is the full and perfect expression of this divine love, which holds nothing back, but offers itself to all without reserve. And so brothers and sisters, I would like to encourage you to make it a resolution this year to get to know Jesus better by reading more about him in the Bible because he truly came into this world in love and did all that he did for you.